Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson, and it's episode 147 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. Each season, there will be a particular group of topics to cover. Within these topics, I'm asking questions and trying my best to answer questions with my own viewpoints around me. The following episode introduction speech is for the topic of today. And that controversial topic is, are men genetically superior to women? This is a very controversial issue with regards to today's society, and it comes from the sensitivity of our world. Well, not so much the world, but I know it's like that here in America. And in America, because we have that sensitivity aspect of our nation, how do I even begin to ask this question? Well, there are the societal setups of America, but we are still mammals. We still have our strengths and weaknesses based on gender. So as much as we don't like to hear it, we have to admit that there are some serious differences between the two genders. But that is not the topic for today. Today is geared toward asking if men are more genetically superior because of who we are from a mammalian perspective. So with that, let it. So with that, let's go into the topic of today with asking these questions. Like and share with your community of friends, and I hope you enjoy the topic. Let's observe first the nature of man. When we observe the nature of humans, we have to look at both genders. Starting with men, we need to know the nature of who we are. Males are of the gender, which is of the sex that produces sperm. This sperm is used is to be used to fertilize the egg, which exists in females. They produce a child that is one of the two genders. As a male, you are physically endowed with a certain amount of strength to manipulate the environment to work in your favor. That means tearing down trees and building shelter, learning from the failures of what we previously built to build off of that. The ability to hunt and take on creatures that are far bigger than you are. Also belonging to a gender where you have long been seen as the provider as well as the protector. As a protector, not just those creatures you hunt, but also other males who are trying to harm your family and those that are close to you around you as well. Now that men have been spoken for, what about women's nature? For women, the female mammal is the human where they carry the eggs that will be fertilized. The baby will be born in the next nine months, and then you will have either a male or female on this earth. Unlike the males, which can manipulate the environment, females are the nurturers in our society. They are the ones that care for our young and serve as the support system to the men. And that has always been the identity of the female gender. Now, does this mean that women are not meant to be protectors? Absolutely not. I'm simply saying that has never been their sole service. Let's say, for example, society is being overrun by enemy combatants. Then women may be useful as a form of defense as well, as long with, along with men. In today's world, women are allowed to serve in their country in military. Some places make it a requirement for everyone to take part in some form of service, no matter the gender. Well, with that, let's observe how our human civilizations were built, starting with the beginning. As the first civilizations were being built, we had a lot of societies of people who were hunter-gatherers. But archaeologists and anthropologists have found places where major megalithic statues were constructed. These had to have been built by people who had a serious understanding of how to construct that goes beyond our understanding today. And a lot of these societies were built by men. Then again, how do we know that it was only men? That's from our current understanding. Yes, women are nurturers. But how do we know that they didn't fill in the workload when not enough men were not available? All hands on deck might have been necessary. 
For example, there could have been women that aided in the building of the Great Pyramids in Egypt or the Mayan ruins. We can only go by our interpretation of the past based on how most people live. And yes, for the most part, the architects and builders were men. Well then, what about the next level of societies that were built? Meaning a society like the building of the Americas. I would classify things like this as intermediate civilizations. This is a time frame that I would say took place within something like the Industrial Revolution. The factories and the assembling lines were worked mainly and built mainly by men. This time period, we actually have the roles that both genders played. You had men working the grunt work in the factories, but you also had women who worked as well. Work jobs like receptionists and executive assistants. The women served in these support system roles aimed at aiding the boss. Even though we like to assume that women were all sitting at home, another aspect of building in our society during these times were major industrial work in Europe as well. But not yet parts of Asia, which would take place later. Major infrastructure projects in more developed nations which once again were created and built by man. And with that, I've been talking about so far. What about how today's society is built? Let's look at the building of civilization from today's perspective. As for what I have spoken about, the men have done most of the work needed to build a society. But in the world we live in today, women are just as pivotal in the building as the men are. Now, most of the work is still by men, but policy and social movements in play have given women the ability to be in the conversation. And for good reason, because more and more nations around the world are looking for an advantage. And what are we to do by not including these base of people? Leaving women out of the loop may very well mean that society could get hit with a point of limited growth. Or it could be that I am overthinking what we are as genders. Maybe as we move toward the future, the same will apply as with the past. Could it be that even as we move toward a more technological inclined society where manpower is not as needed, we still have the men in serving. We still have the men serving in the leadership and women supporting. Okay, if this is, where is the world headed as it pertains to the two genders? Let's look at where are we going as a society. With regards to the society we live in, how will technology have changed the viewpoints of the two genders? Will we evolve into our new selves and take on a new form? Because technology makes it possible to blend in the roles that were once male or female geared. So in an IT slash AI world, we are all supporters in that world. It doesn't matter if you have a physical might because our technology over time will render that might obsolete. Women might actually thrive in this new terrain because they have that evolutionary existence built internally. The only problem is that women are not going into those career fields where that support that they so greatly are born with is not being used. The degree programs they are pursuing are in fields that technology is replacing and making their pursuits obsolete. That natural gift of support and nurture is so useful, yet it's being passed on. If that's the case, then maybe we are more supreme as men. Well, are we? Why are we viewed as men being the supreme being? With so much in this episode, now let's ask the question, are we as men the superior gender or is it more being supreme that we don't discuss? Because when you observe how the society we live in has been built, then it's safe to say we are supreme. Maybe the ability of women to nurture and provide such strong support gives them a sense of supremacy of their own. 
Because what is defined as supreme could be relative, meaning as we move toward the future and further evolve, those traits that they have been endowed with could be more useful than ever. That means humans are evolving to where the female species catches the male and we swap positions. Then women become more superior. Let's say that women eventually do become that chosen one. Or let's go down the road and ask the question, maybe they already are the supreme ones. Could women be the chosen ones, actually? Let's sit down for a second and ask ourselves, are women possibly more superior? And when we say that, maybe our idea of superiority we have been overthinking for a long time. Could it be that those nurturing and supportive roles that possess could be of much needed care as time progresses? Because let's go down the road for a second. Could it be that we need to look into this a little more? Because if we are wrong about this and not taking appropriate measures, we may be messing out in society on something major in life. Not looking at women through a lens of more importance could be catastrophic for those not taking women's superiority into consideration. Now, all of this just pure speculation, but is there a more important reason why men might be viewed as more superior? Let's look at the religious views. See, from this viewpoint, Religion would be aimed at men being the head of everything. As a matter of fact, you have God at the top, followed by man, then woman, and lastly, child. A woman is to follow her husband, but we also have to understand when this was written. The Bible was written during a time period when life was set up to coincide with the Bible. But does that mean we are more superior even in the eyes of religion? Because the stance on women is always placed on emphasis on the woman's chalice and her purity. Even verses which state a society can rise no higher than the moral compass of its women, which right there places a high level of superiority on the women, meaning men will only rise as high as we are required to in order to achieve a certain outcome for the opposite sex. So it doesn't mean women are to blame for a society collapsing, but men are only compelled to work as hard as we are required by the opposite sex. So when we don't have to be successful to have access to the opposite sex we want, the success of men will decrease, thus fewer men of success to go around. So let's look at something else like today's societal views. Let's shift gears and look into the views of our society at large. With regards to society today, there's so much sensitivity with even asking this question, especially since we're in this society where we are supposed to be celebrating women. To assume men are more superior causes so much of a stir. To me, let's have the conversation before we jump to conclusions, because even when you hear something you don't agree with, you still have to hear it out in order to get the just of things. Unfortunately, we don't live in that type of society. But what about my views on that topic? I have my own personal views when it comes to the views of gender in our society. So with my perspective, when it comes to my views on this topic, I don't see humans as being superior or supreme. I do not look at us as having a certain level of adaptability compared to other species. We're not better than them, just a certain adaptive ability because we have a consciousness which allows us to observe certain situations ahead of time. As for the perspective that I possess, people based on gender have their strengths and weaknesses. For men, we have strength to manipulate the environment, fend off invaders, and cultivate crops. As for the women, their natural ability to nurture and serve as a support system we used when men are not present. They are the first line of defense when men are not around. In a more modern time period, we turn our children over to schools to other adults 
and we both go to work. As for superiority, I would say there isn't a superior person, even though we have built things throughout history that we still, until this day, can't quite understand. They aren't superior. We are so impressed with the ingenuity of ourselves, yet true superiority would be something like traveling the speed of light, which gives you the ability to reach far planets or even another galaxy. That is something that is something that is something to me that is superior. Or a person who could hold their breath for an hour and swim at a depth of a thousand feet underwater. See, impossible feats to me are characterized as superior. So it would take quite a person to match up to any of these things that I just described. So with this show wrap up, why do we have to ask the question, are men genetically superior to women? In this episode, I wanted to explore a topic that would be somewhat inquisitive and controversial at the same time. Asking the question alone could raise some eyebrows. But that's the reason I do my podcast. I wanted to ask the questions, even the ones I have overheard people make statements regarding questions that are unpopular. I hope this episode is insightful to all of you who are deciding to listen. So, thank you for listening to Anthony Know. And I'll be bringing you another episode of the podcast regarding gender. And that is asking the question, is gender real? <laughs>